trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
Viper, that was a Mega Drive, Mega CD, whatever track. How could you play that on this show? We'll get to that in just a second. Welcome back to another episode of the Topical Resort right here on the glorious Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Afterburner, the FM Towns version. That was the Afterburner theme. And I was expecting that question in the chat, and no one really gave that question. Well, the Mega CD version is a fraud. Because it's not from the Mega CD at all. In fact, it is just a reused version of the one that originally appeared on the FM Towns. So glad to glad to get to play that one again because I do really love that version. Even if people often attribute it to Afterburner 3, even though it technically isn't. Before that, from Galaxy Force 2, the FM Towns version. That was a Lone Fighter, a pretty cracking remix. If I do say so myself, and that is something that's going to be happening a lot tonight. There's going to be a ton of brilliant tunes, so if you love any of the games that um, were ported over to the FM Towns, for example, but you don't really know any of the music that came in these specific FM Towns versions, then why not just give it a request anyway? Say you're a big fan of Turbo Outrun on whatever console you had it on, the Mega Drive, and you know the music there, but you don't quite know what the music's going to be like on another console, so well, why don't you find out? It's, it's the perfect opportunity to do so. I want to give a huge uh, huge welcome to everyone in the Discord server. There's quite a lot of people here right now. We've got Kefki, we've got Rapid Run, we've got J-Star Max, we've got Veritex, we've got Electric Boogaloo, we've got Twinny, and earlier on we had some others like Shadix Croft and the Blue Blur. And if you'd like to join the crazy funness yourself, well in this case, more subdued funness, RadioSC.geo forward slash Discord. If you're listening on the podcast, hello to you. If you're lurking, hello to you as well. Everyone is appreciated here on the um, on the top of the resort. Electric is currently messaging me to say that no one's a fan of Turbo Outrun on the Mega Drive. Probably true. I've never touched that version, so I uh, I wouldn't know. Oh, oh, it's Teartex. That makes sense then. That's <laughs> the why no one likes it. If you don't know who Tier Techs are, I highly encourage you to look them up because you think of like the worst shovelware you can think of on a new console and times it by ten and that's what Tier Techs used to make. Um <laughs> it's it's not good. Rapid Run is currently having a cold turkey and cheese sandwich with homemade lemonade. Sounds like an interesting combination. Can't say I've tried it myself before. Not much of a lemonade fan. But nor have I particularly been a fan of cold turkey and cheese together, but haven't tried it, so maybe I'm not one to judge in this case. So the FM Towns and the FM Towns Master, I'm sure most of you have absolutely no clue what they are, and I don't really blame you because well, I didn't know that the FM Towns was actually a thing. I only knew of the Marty before my research for this episode. I just thought, oh, we have it under FM Towns in the playlist because it's, it's shorter or something like that. No. Uh, they're two separate things. The FM Towns is a PC, and the FM, Ta- FM Towns Marty is a console that's compatible with all the stuff from the PC. So, that's something to bear in mind, because especially I, I had to go through and, um, yeah, I had to go through and retag some of my tracks because I just, I had them under FM Towns Marty, even though they weren't on there, they were just on there using the backwards compatibility feature. So, uh, note that, children, for later on, I guess. I don't know why would you need to note that. There we go. Uh, for those of you who have a more keen eye, you may have perhaps looked into the uh, FM Towns on our own playlist. 
before the show started and you may notice that we do actually have a few missing so if I come over here and look myself you may note that in total we have three FM Towns games missing one of them isn't on the request result list for tonight either so we are missing Last Survivor which is criminal because that's a really good soundtrack I do actually have it it will be going up on the playlist soon Puyo Puyo we will uh, deal with that in just a second and Columns I cannot find the soundtrack for so I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm going to either have to find like a um, disc image of it and then like, rip it off the CD or something, or the other option is to buy the CD, which I really don't want to do. So let's say we don't have to do that because I would like to definitely have uh, all of the FM Towns tracks on the playlist because well, it would be nice to have a complete collection for at least one console. I'm fairly certain we're missing quite a lot of tracks from each con, or quite a lot of soundtracks from each console so to have a complete set on one would be good but yeah if you've looked at that request resort list there's a ton of great stuff coming out tonight that you already know from different platforms and the one exception there sort of being after burner 3 because if you know anything about the mega drive version oh i keep the mega drive sorry if you know anything about the mega cd version well, throw that knowledge out the window because Afterburner 3 on the FM Towns more closely resembles Strike Fighter, the arcade game, than it does an actual Afterburner 3, a sequel to Afterburner 2. That you know, you know what I'm trying to get at. Anyway, I think it is uh, it's time because for those of you who don't know, it is week A, and that means it's time to brush up on your trivia. Trivia Coast. Yep, it's time for the Trivia Coast, and for those of you who've never played along with us before, it's quite simple. I will ask you a hard question, a medium question, and an easy question. You will be able to answer all questions up until you hear the jingle which says that the, um, the answers are now closed. So that means even after I've asked you the medium question, you can still answer the hard question. Uh, it's going to be going in difficulty order, so we're starting off the hard one to give you the most time, then medium, then easy. Five points are hard, three points are medium, one point for the easy question. You got that? You can use Google, however, it should only be used as an aid, and you must send your answer to me in a private message, specifically on Discord. So, I've already given you the Discord link, but if you just want to private message me without perhaps joining our Discord, Green Vibrate hashtag 6383 is my tag, and that is how... You can get in your answers for the request result. Be sure, be sure to do that because points make absolutely nothing. They just show that you're very, very clever, and that you you know your you know your worth in Sega, in Sega trivia. I don't really know what I'm getting at anymore. So why don't I get straight into the hard question? When choosing a PC nowadays, we often take for granted the number of operating systems we have at our disposal. Most of the time in the 90s, this wasn't really the case due to a lack of variety in software updates for older operating systems. But the FM Towns was an exception. What OS's were officially supported by the FM Towns? What operating systems were officially supported by the FM Towns? You know, you know the question, you know where to get in your answer. Now I'm gonna guess you what you blah, blah, blah. Now I'm gonna guess <laughs> you must get moving, so um good luck. I did say I would comment on Puyo Puyo, the FM Towns version, a bit later on because, well, I, I, it's one of the songs we don't have. 
one of the soundtracks we don't have on the playlist. There's probably a reason for that. Um, I've been singing praises about all the music here tonight, but this this has got to be the one exception to the rule because this soundtrack isn't very good. It sounds like something that was played on Windows 3.1 Sound Blasted using, well, a Sound Blaster. So, I get to go with the track that I hate the least from this version, but every other track tonight will be Ace, so do not worry about this. From the FM Towns version of Puyo Puyo, this is the theme of Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo, right here, on the Topical Resort. Next, request resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. 
or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. And with that, welcome back to the resort with that very short music break right there. What you just heard was from Turbo Outrun, that was Shake the Street. Before that, from Puyo Puyo, that was the theme of Puyo Puyo. Which I hear a lot of people, I, well, I saw a lot of people, should I say, on YouTube actually sort of liking that version. But I'm glad the chat has my back and thinking that's absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a MIDI, really poorly played. Not too much more to say on the subject. Let's move on. But that does remind me. If there's, I know, I know, I've said about requests a few times, but trust me, there is plenty of room for requests. So if you feel in something in the back of your head, then go ahead and throw it to me anyway. Because, well, we we were gonna have some requests from Chase Star Max, but uh, he <laughs> his requests were already in the show. Both of them, I should say. So he in particular wanted a Lone Fighter from Galaxy Force 2, which you already played and a track which will be coming up in just a slight bit. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, it's time for the Hasty History. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's where I go through the history of something relating to the topic of the episode as quickly as possible. And, well, you can guess what it's going to be. I mean, come on, it's the FM Towns. So, let's get started. It was a PC distributed by Fujitsu in Japan. It was released on, the f- on February 28, 1989. The FM stands for Fujitsu, Fujitsu Micro and Towns references Nobel Prize winner Charles Towns, with the E removed from the name to avoid pronunciation issues. Uh, the PC came to be after the FM7 was outperformed by NEC's PC8801 or 8801 or 8801. I could have made that a lot easier for myself. And Fujitsu came to the realisation that having popular software would help the FM line sell. The specific aim of the FM towns was to be multimedia friendly, be it applications or games, as this was the as this was an area where the predecessor where the predecessor failed. 3.5 inch floppies and CDs were supported with the ability to add one or two floppy drives. Sadly the PC never became anything more than a niche footnote in the history of PCs. Although it has its fans, and it ended up spawning some pretty good exclusive titles, as well as some arcade exclusive or arcade perfect ports, the FM Towns would be discontinued in the summer of 1997. Meaning, despite it not being explosively popular, it saw a good life. The FM Towns saw a revision at the FM Towns 2, with not too many differences outside of upgraded specs. However, there's also a variant which deserves a section of its own. You know what it is already, it's the Marty. So, a home console in the FM Towns line. It was released on February 20th, 1993. It's not a widely known fact, but if you look this up, you'd know. The console was actually the first 32-bit system to hit the market. The console came with a CD-ROM drive and a disk drive. It's in floppy disk. The Marty is backwards compatible with titles from the original FM Towns, giving it a large library, even if there aren't too many exclusives. It managed to sell, sell 45 units not 45 single units, 45,000 units, making it a failure even more so than the original FM Towns. It's generally thought that the issue with the Marty was that new titles were barely released for the console. Most titles released were still... I'm sorry, I'm really tripping over my notes here. Most titles released for the Marty were just using the backwards compatibility feature that was included in the console, meaning it supported both the FM Towns and the FM Towns Marty. This proved to be an issue, 
as it doesn't give you a reason to buy the console over buying the PC, despite the price point. Uh, where was I even at in my notes now? If you thought this rabbit hole of revisions and variations was over with, you're just getting started. The FM Towns Marty 2 was released in 2004, and saw a lower price tag and new black colour scheme. The console was supposed to have technical upgrades, however they were scrapped before release, so it functions identically to the original Marty. The most bizarre, however, is the FM Towns Car Marty, intended to be used within automobiles. It contains a navigation device with video and audio support, as well as support for all Marty titles. And finally, that is where the Marty story ends. So with that in mind, that is the end of the Hasty History and now it is time for the request resort so I'm sure you'll know what to do and quite a few of you have been sending me messages relating to the Trivia Coast and one of you sent me a request so... Um... What did I... What did I say electric about 2004? I, I don't remember. Mine like a sieve at the moment. Twinnies asked whether songs that contain FM version uh, related to the FM towns. What did I say? Why did I say 2004? Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, uh, it's probably when I was saying about the Master 2, wasn't it? Ugh, sorry. In case you can't tell, uh, they've been quite worn out this week. For the first time in in this series, I've actually been going back to education while hosting the resorts. It means. Well, I'm very worn out because first week is always stressful and tiring. Hopefully we'll be back to normal next week and it doesn't help really that I feel quite sick too, so... Yeah, certainly. Okay, yeah, that that's what I was thinking. The, the Marty 2 came out in 2004. Just for the picky of you, it came out in 1994, in case you couldn't tell that obvious fact. Kefki says it might be a modern FM Towns. That's true, that's what I was going for. That would be great. Can you imagine the music that came out of that, though? A modern FM Towns. I would love it. We need to get Hideki on it, of course. But, um, yeah, I should clarify this, I think, considering Twinny asked. Songs that contain FM version in the title don't relate to the FM Towns. They simply relate to the FM on the Master System, the, the module there that lets you use quote-unquote higher-quality music, but I think the FM sound module on... The master system sounds like complete pants. It does not sound good. <laughs> Jamie embedded an image that only showed up about a minute after he posted the image. Okay, right, sure. <laughs> Thanks, Discord. Forever helpful, you sure are. That doesn't even make any sense anymore. Let's get into the coast. <laughs> Trivia Coast. It is really badly starting to show now, isn't it? Just how worn out I am. Yes. So let's, let me read off my notes instead, because I failed that last time, so let's hope I don't fail it this time. So you can still answer the hard question, and I know quite a few of you still are, so I'll get back to you in just a second. I normally don't try and answer or respond on air. So I will get back to you in text form in just a second, but now it's time for the medium question. I just realised I forgot to post the hard question on Twitter, because I'm an idiot. But the medium question, um, some of you, <laughs> sorry 20, uh, some of you are gonna, quest 
it's not related to the question. Damn it. Heads, stop getting confused. Yeah, so the medium question, I think it will be fairly easy, especially considering something that happened just now. So for the medium question, I want you to name me both sound chips used in the FM Towns Marty. So specifically in the FM Towns Marty, name me both the sound chips. That's your chance to get three points, so be sure to get onto that. Shouldn't be too hard, but... And now we've got Shaddix in the Discord, so a big hello to you, sir. And with that in mind, let's get into a track requested by Electric Boogaloo. And I paused for a massive while, and I didn't realise. <laughs> From Turbo Outrun, this is Keep Your Heart, and when we come back, we'll be rambling the same as we've pretty much been doing this entire episode so far. Enjoy?
And with that, welcome back to a bit more of a relaxing topical resort, because apparently trumpets aren't relaxing, according to what I just said. I, I don't know. From Afterburner, the FM Towns version, that was Final Takeoff, that was a request by myself. Before that, from Last Survivor, the FM Towns version, that was Track 5, request by Electric Boogaloo, who will soon be going up on the playlist too. Before that, from Afterburner, the FM Towns version, I'm going to stop saying that. <laughs> from Afterburner, that was Red Out, requested by Twinny, and that was from Turbo Outrun, Keep Your Heart, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And now it is time where I talk about the games on the request resort list, except I haven't played the FM Towns versions at all, because, well, I don't own an FM Towns or a Marty, and there's not really a good emulator out there, so I'm going to have to bluff my way through this, and by bluff, I mean I'm going to go based off the versions of the games which I actually have played. So, kicking, th kicking things off with Afterburner. Afterburner 1 is a pretty good game, of course Afterburner 2 is better in every conceivable way, but Afterburner 1 itself is still a brilliant time, a great title, and I suppose the FM Towns version is going to be pretty good, and hearing that music in the background as well will certainly make it a much better experience than the bleeps and bloops of yesteryear. Afterburner 3, Electric put an interesting an interesting uh, message about this one down in the chat room. I know there's a really complex story to the whole Afterburner 3 and Strike Fighter situation, and this is just very sort of like uh, the can't I can't think of the metaphor for it. <laughs> I would normally have a metaphor on hand, but you know this is just the uh, the beginning, shall we say, of uh, this. Con it's not controversial at all. I'm really sorry tonight, guys. <laughs> Um, okay, Electric says that FM Towns version of Afterburner is based on Afterburner 2. Okay, so it's probably an even better experience than I said it was then. Please check it out if you somehow can. So, wh what I'm trying to say here is that the US and PAL versions of Afterburner 3 use the music from Afterburner 1 for the FM Towns. However, the Japanese version of the Mega CD release of Afterburner 3 uses the music from the FM Towns version of Afterburner 3, which is therefore a music, or, or a, therefore a remix of the music that was in the original Strike Fighter. That, as I said, this is this is just br like brushing the surface of of this entire situation, and I'm sh I'm sure Electric. Could in theory you know, clear this up, but I, damn, this isn't half confusing. <laughs> and that was something else I ran into as well. I found a soundtrack for Afterburner 2 on on my uh, soundtrack place. I was thinking it wasn't an Afterburner 2 on FM Towns. It turned out it was just the exact same soundtrack, just titled Afterburner 2 for some reason. Not sure what that was, but hey. Galaxy Force 2. Oh, I didn't actually comment on Afterburner 3. <laughs> Uh, it's it's supposedly an okay port, not as good as the Mega CD version. Check out the Mega CD version instead, maybe even in Japanese, so you get those brilliant Strike Fighter remixes, which we'll be having some more of. In fact, in just a second, so stay tuned. Galaxy Force 2. This is supposedly, unlike Afterburner 3, the best version of this game, up until at least the 3D Classics, or maybe even the Sega Ages port. Um, Galaxy Force 2, it's not a game that I'm too heavily into. I know it's a good game, and I should play more beyond the sort of 
first few minutes of it, but hey, I'm not much of a space shooter guy myself, but I've it on 3D Classic, so that's something that I should do, and possibly even if it comes to Sega Ages yet again, I will pick it up on Switch. But this version, yeah, good music, supposedly good gameplay. Can't really go wrong with Galaxy Force 2 on the FM Towns. We can, depending on the price, but as for the game itself, that's not its fault. Last Survivor on the FM Towns. Um, I don't even know too much about Last Survivor the original, so we're going to look this one up, actually. Okay, Electric's posted something that's boggled my mind, <laughs> so let, let's do this. Um, some tracks from Afterburner 3 FM Towns remain in the Afterburner 3 Sega CD US and Plow, uh, US and Power versions. Like Lunar Ground. Okay. They're right. <laughs> the plot thickens yet again with the Afterburner 3 situation. Seriously, it's it's an absolute mad, <laughs> mad situation. Eh? I don't really know what to say. Last Survivor doesn't come up with any results, so I'm going to have to search for Sega. Um, there we go. Okay. There's, there's some more stuff to that situation, I feel like, though. But anyway, Last Survivor. It's It was a game released for the Sega X board arcade hardware. Uh, it's a 3D third-person shooter. Interesting. Involves players traversing a maze and shooting at opponents. Wow, this sounds very early 90s, even though it's a late 80s game. So, props to them for being ahead of the time. How good is the game itself, though? There were location tests, and it wasn't widely released, but it was too expensive. Ah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> if it's too expensive, that just sounds like a tech demo, rather than a real game in the gameplay aspects of it. Gameplay is slower and less fluid. Yeah, not liking the sound of that. Um... What else have we got? Okay, so it was rare enough to not be dumped on its original version until 2012, and it used an anti-piracy chip. And it was on the FM Towns in Japan, and completed the CD soundtrack by Cry CRI. I think you might say, be able to say Cry. They're responsible for a lot of the ports. You, um, in fact, most of the ports I think that are on the FM Towns. So. Uh, that's a name you're going to find quite a lot when when you're researching Lunar Ground. I should actually play Lunar Ground, but it's not in my playlist tonight, so whoops. <laughs> um, Last Survivor FM Towns Marty Kid. There's a video of it. I can't watch the video <laughs> because it will lag the PC. The arcade version uses a rotary joystick. Uh, let, actually, let's attempt to watch the video. Why not? I feel like it's going to be a very poor port in comparison to the original. It's not too bad. There's, it looks like it's screen tearing, but it's not screen tearing. That's just how it renders stuff. So, yeah, possibly, I'd say give it a go. And of course, Very Texas asked a request after I played some. So, yeah, sure, go ahead and get some requests in, I guess. Uh. CRI equals CSK Research Institute. They're more known for their middleware nowadays. So, in conclusion, that's that, that's that's cry. We're still going to say it like that because it, it makes me laugh. Um, ah, Lunar Ground. Yes, that's a good request that I should, probably should play. So, we're going to have two Afterburner free tracks in this block. Whoops. Um, 
Ah, interesting. I forgot we already had it on the Mega CD playlist, so I should probably delete it from FM Towns on the playlist. Whoops, I just noticed that. Oh well. Yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say on Last Surviving because I really need to move on, so check it out somehow if you can get a hold of the um, the ROM dump of it, because you, you sure as hell are not playing the, the FM Towns version. Puyo Puyo, there's definitely better ports, there's ports of better music overall. Play the 3D Classics version of Puyo Puyo 2, or maybe even... I don't know if the Puyo Puyo 1 was the best way to play it, play it on the arcade? I don't think it was on Sega Ages, I think that's Puyo Puyo 2, so... Yeah, maybe play the arcade release of Puyo 1, and then for Puyo 2, which is just a better Puyo 1, go and play it on the 3D Classics release. Turbo Outrun, I know it's not much good on the Mega Drive, but how about every other version? I'm sure people will have strong opinions on this one in the chat too. So, uh, Arcade, I'm going to assume, was pretty good. Let's review. Okay, 4.6 out of 5, that's a pretty good review for the Arcade one. 3 out of 5, oh dear. Uh, okay, now, now the situation. <laughs> the situation is getting even more more tricky. Uh, Electric says, just get rid of Afterburner 3 Mega CD on the playlist. It's Afterburner FM Towns and AB FM Towns on the playlist already. I guess that's true, but at the same time, there's a lot of requests for the Mega CD version, so that really complicates things because then you're just removing a ton of requests off the playlist. Okay, the arcade version's good, good to hear. Jamie asked if I played Russia Difficulty. I haven't, but I... Yeah, it's already on the playlist, so don't worry about that one. Got that covered. That's that's all I've got to say for this block. Uh, yeah, sure thing. Now we're going to get into another batch of music right here, and... No, we're not. <sighs> I'm really sorry tonight, guys. <laughs> I do apologise. Uh, we're going to get into the Trivia Coast, and... You guys have been answering pretty well for the medium question, and I think there's still a few of you who need maybe a bit of a pointer with the hard questions. So we'll do that, and then we'll also ask the easy question. So let's get on over for the final play of the coast. Trivia Coast. Okay, so you've already had a few clues, so I'll reread you the hard question. What operating systems were officially supported by the FM Towns? That is the hard question. The medium question is name me both sound chips used in the FM Towns Marty. Now you're playing for one point, you've only got one music batch to answer this. I say only one. It's an almost 15 minute music batch, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. So. Your easy question, you're going to get this quite simply. It's not technically even an FM Towns related question. It just relates to a game that was on it. So Galaxy Force 2, while classed as a sequel by title, is an enhanced version of the original game. Both versions have been released numerous times and almost gives Sonic 1 a run for its money. On what arcade board did Galaxy Force 1 and 2 first release? On what arcade board did Galaxy Force 1 and 2 first release? No, but to get in your answers, you know where to get in, well, the answers for the other two as well. So, be sure to cop those points, and for those of you who wanted a little hint for the hard question, because only Electric has got that one so far, uh, well, you may need to think 
a bit more outside the DOS box. You may need to think a bit more outside the DOS box. Let's get in some more music from Afterburner 3, the FM Counts version. This is my pick. This is Funky Bomb. And when we come back, we'll finally find out how you answered those questions.
entries for the Trivia Coast are now closed. Trivia Coast. So many of you guessed, but how well did you actually do? Welcome back to the Top of Resort right here on Radio Sega. We just heard that was from Last Survivor. That was track six, because no one knows the name to any of the Last Survivor tracks from any version. And a uh, fun bit of trivia, that was Electric Boogaloo's first request on this show. Before that, as requested by Veritex, that was from Afterburner 3, Lunar Ground, and kicking off the block, a track from Afterburner 3, once again, that was Funky Bomb. And now it's time to come back over here to the Request Resort and find out how badly you failed. As always, we're going to leave the hard question till last and we're going to start with the easy question and, well, you all smashed it pretty much. Easy question. Galaxy Force 2, while classed as a sequel by title, was an enhanced version of the original. Both versions have been released numerous times and almost give Sonic 1 a run for its money. On what arcade board did Galaxy 1 and 2 first release? Uh, let's see who got this actually in total because I didn't make a list of that, I just made a list of who got the points. So I believe Jamie, Jstar, Vertex, and Electric all got the one point right there. Very simple question, that was the Sega Y board. It's, it's not like that was difficult to find at all, in fact. But this one would have been had it not been for a certain Jamie posting about it. So the medium question was name me both sound chips used in the FM Towns Marty. Specifically the Marty, because the Marty had a different set of sound chips to the original FM Towns. The answer was the Re- the Rico Rico RF5C68. Really rolls off the tongue that one. And the Yamaha. Yamaha? What? <laughs> the Yamaha YM2612. That, that name strikes strikes a chord. Hmm. It's almost as if we featured an entire episode about the YM2612 at the beginning of last month. Yes, because somehow it's the same it's the same sound chip used in the Mega Drive. How very peculiar. The FM Towns doesn't really use it too much as you aside from the uh, the awful Puyo music you heard, it doesn't really use it too much because, well, the FM Towns Marty and the original also support streaming Redbook Audio off the CD. And I've explained what Redbook Audio is on this show before. On I can't remember what episode. I think it was one of the off-topic episodes. I didn't talk about it on the Mega CD version for some reason, despite that being very relevant to the Mega CD. But Redbook Audio is just where it streams the music from the disc as if it was just playing a music CD on top of reading the data which it needs to run the game. So that allows you just to have CD quality audio in your game and versus something like, um, I, I can't think of an example, but versus something like, say, on the Sega CD where you could program the music onto the built-in sound chip. That's what Puyo Puyo does on the FM Towns as well. So yeah, that was the medium question. And on to the hard question. When choosing a PC nowadays, we often take for granted the number of operating systems we have at our disposal. Most of the time in the 90s, this wasn't really the case due to the lack of variety and software updates for older OSs. But the FM Towns was an exception. What operating systems were officially supported by the FM Towns? I just remembered I forgot to read out who got the medium question. I believe it was Jamie, Joestar, Veritex and Electric again. 
Uh, let me check. Okay, yeah. So the usual four got the medium question, and well, who haven't got the hard question? Well, I can tell you right now, that would happen to be Electric Boogaloo and J Star Max, because a lot of you fell into the pit hole that I wanted you to fall into, which is why I put it as the hard question on purpose. Yeah, you've really got to use Google to your advantage. You've got to use all your sources here in the Trivia Coast to get those five points well locked down to a T. You can't just guess, honestly. So, what were the answers for this question? So, the PC originally shipped with Town OS. Now, or Towns OS. Now, I accepted just Towns OS. Although some of you put Towns OS and you put Towns OS 2.1, which was valid, but I was only looking for one version of Towns OS. So, apparent. Okay, Electric thinks that Puyo Puyo on FM Town uses. or FM Towns uses Red Book Audio. Okay, sure. It doesn't sound like it, but I mean. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong necessarily, it just doesn't sound like it at all. But, uh, yes, I keep. I keep delaying the answer. So, it shipped with Towns OS. Which is a variant of DOS. And Windows 3.0, 3.1, and 95. Pretty much everyone got those four right there. What a lot of people failed to get, except that the two people who got it right, was that DOS V support was added in later revisions. And this is a primarily Japanese DOS clone that displays the DOS prompt in Japanese rather than in English. This was added in later revisions through a switch on the board that would let you switch into DOS V mode. And the final one, which um, took everyone a while to get, and well, no no one got this thanks for the hint, because the hint was the hint at the DOS V. People just got this by purely guessing. The final operating system that I was looking for was GNU for FM Towns, a variant of Linux that was ported to FM Towns. and. I expected this to throw a lot of people in a different way. I was expecting it to throw people in that they'd think it wasn't official due to how it was listed on the Wikipedia article. However, that wasn't the case. It it didn't throw people off at all in that way. Instead, people just didn't read that far into the article. So, yeah, GNU was released ages ago for PC, but for FM Town specifically, it was ported in the 90s. And I wasn't too sure if it was official myself, but I found information clarifying that it was actually official. And also found some download links for it as well. But yeah, that's how I proved that one. So, GNU for FM Towns, the Achilles heel for a lot of you, was the final part that you needed to score those five points. So big congrats to Electric and to JSTAR, who both put together that puzzle. So that's been this week's Request Resort. I actually thought that was quite easy compared to normal, which some people won't agree with. But, because some of you uh, struggled around quite a bit. But hey, sometimes it do be like that. But, if you, did, if you didn't get any points this time, or if you didn't get any points or you didn't play because you didn't know the answers, or you, you failed to get the points because you missed one thing, it doesn't matter because this is all for fun at the end of the day to show how much Sega education you know. And if you don't know anything about the FM Towns and you don't want to Google it and you don't want to research it, remember there's always a next time on this show that in two weeks time we'll be coming back to the resort or the, the coast sorry and hopefully well you'll know a bit more about the subject at hand that's all you have to go on right now let's see what you guys have been saying in the chat relating to what you just heard on the air uh, 
apparently, apparently, Rico the H is silent in this case. Was how I was meant to say it. Sure. Um, Jamie says whoever composed Puyo on the FM Towns doesn't really know how to use the chip. Look at the Mega Drive version of the game using the same chip. And uh, yeah, then Electric corrects him as we've already gone through. <laughs> Jamie says, "Remember the week when the medium question was harder than the hard question?" Yes, don't remind me. <sighs> Electric says, "I think they just threw it on a sound canvas or some other MIDI-capable synth, recorded it in a studio, and called it a day." Yeah, that that would do. He's gonna buy a Puyo on the FM Towns was what they probably thought to themselves, but little did they know that some some internet radio station all these years later would be here criticising them for their lazy slapdash effort. What a shame it is, because they could have... Tr if, if the rest of the FM Town soundtracks are anything to go off, the Puyo soundtrack had such a great potential. I'm imagining something along the lines of... Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the album. It's... Have I lost it now because I've gone too far back in my history? I think I have. It's, um... Sorry, my, my, my radio DJ history sometimes cuts off at the bottom when I actually want to look at stuff. Yeah, so, in relation to FM Town's Puyo Puyo, I can really imagine it if it didn't have that crappy synth MIDI stuff. I can really imagine it having a soundtrack like the, uh, the Bayouen. I don't know how I was pronouncing it, but when the Mega Trucks of Puyo Puyo CD, that sort of album, I could really imagine it having music like that. Very dancey, like the rest of the stuff on the system. It really worked quite well, but nah, they went lazy instead. Anyway, this is a massive tangent. Let's get into some more music, and we're going to get into a bop right here from Galaxy Force 2. This is Beyond the Galaxy, and well, it is a bop, but... um. You might feel a bit, little bit distressed after hearing some of the samples. That's all I've got to say about that.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. One opinion, two opponents, and only one will be triumphant. This is Test Your Topicality. Oh, sorry, you just caught me in the middle of caressing my copy of Sega 3D Classics Collection for the Nintendo 3DS that also happens to be a UK copy. Sorry, I, I didn't feel the need to brag about that, and if you're not in the chat room right now, this is a very weird starter to this bed. Um, yeah, we're having a conversation about 3D Classics on the 3DS, and specifically, once again, the subject has come up of how difficult it is to obtain in the UK because it was only sold in one shop, which was Argos, we've talked about this before. My local Argos only ever had one copy, and I hear it was the same for a lot of the others, but here I am with my UK copy that I will now place to the side because this gag is over. It's time to move on to test your topicality. This is where you can come and have a debate with me, and well, you can, you can give me a you can give me a good old run for my money because I seem to be seem to be quite triumphant in a lot of these, and that's somehow not by cheating. So yes, test your topicality is where I come up with a statement that I've found or heard sort of like the sort of like the uh, the top of the thesis but well you, you've got to argue either in favor of or against and you don't get to choose which one you don't get to, get to choose based on which one you like the most which one you agree with the most you go with what you're given and that includes me myself so I'm gonna say um, there's probably a good chance that no one will join the show out uh-huh. I'm joking of course but uh if no one does, I've actually been planning something for a while where this could potentially be done with one person as well. Because I, I feel like sort of an off, off the top of my head, top, like true, not, I keep getting the names of all my uh, segments mixed up. Like the topical thesis, I could do something theoretically like that, except I've got to argue in both, both ways off the top of my head. I don't know, this would be very, without very, very little planning, admittedly. But it's something that could be doable, potentially, should I need to. I should also remember to get up my timer right now, because I didn't have a timer last episode. I just guessed the timing, which wasn't one of my smartest plans. But I, I, sh- I should probably um, at least do something. Okay. We, it, I think it's time to go with our co-host. I swear, ne- next time we will have, <laughs> we'll have someone other than Jamie on. Because we'll be doing a topic that people actually like and uh, know stuff about. So let, let's do that. Uh, I need to remember to unmute him on the stream. That'd be a good idea. And welcome to the show, Jamie. How are you doing on this fine day without having a copy of 3D Classics on the 3DS? Screw you. <laughs> yep, that, that's how I feel about this conversation as well. So are you ready to have your topicality tested once again, Jamie? Yeah, why not? Sure thing, so I don't need to explain to you how it goes now. You, you know, or you probably just heard it just then. Either way, today's statement is Should Sega show support for more obscure platforms? I'm going to throw you on here. I'm going to sp- say why. Hmm. I'm going to think which one of the two. Because neither, neither one has any particular. Uh, Wait, advantage. sorry, did. Sorry, 
Sorry, did you say obscure platforms? I, sorry, I had Lexi messaging me, sir. Yeah, uh, should Sega show your support for more obscure platforms? Jamie, you'll be arguing as to why they should sh sh should show support for more obscure platforms. And meanwhile, I'll be arguing as to why perhaps they shouldn't show support. They should stick to their own territory, their own familiar territory. So, that sound good to you? Yeah. Okay, let me set the timer five minutes inbound, and it's time to start. So, Jamie, why do you think that Sega should show support for some more obscure platforms? I'd say they should show more, uh, support for more obscure pla platforms because it gets them to nerdy unfamiliarity. It also helps them to expand their audience for those who support said platforms, and it could probably... Uh, Get more attention to uh, said uh, platforms. Well, you, you certainly gone and uh, with a new tactic of applying three points at once, which gets you three immediate points. So I'm going to have to play catch up here. I think the issue is if Sega supports a smaller platform, but it's a platform that has bad business decisions or it's a platform that doesn't perform particularly well, it could potentially tarnish the brand of the IP they put on there or the new title they put on there or even their own name because hey we're willing to put something on ev anything because we particularly want money it could sort of almost tarnish the brand and I think in other ways as well supporting smaller platforms there's the issue of well how do I exactly program for this how easy is it to port stuff over to like I could make something for the PS4 but how easy would it be to put on the Ouya for example as an obscure platform it it seems like a waste of resources when you consider how much they will really be getting out of it. Mm. Then again, you're the uh, sucked with that Ouya comment anyway. Yeah, but the Ouya sucks as well, so... <laughs> yes, but the Ouya was also running on, on an Android-based operating system, which is also familiar with the mobile platforms. True, but... I it's a it's more of a platform than Android in that it's a trying to be a console, so how would you get console style games onto the Ouya? Anyway, moving on time is time's ticking. Anyway, uh but then some uh, resources could be universal like uh, the FM towns which run on versions of Windows which uh which uh, obviously developers had some experience with, which could also lead to uh, an easier and more and more of an opportunity to port said games. It's true. I think, though, the issue with particularly platforms that we've seen so far, like the FM Towns of obscure platforms, they're not. Re they're willing to bring over their like big blockbuster games, but only ports of them. They're not really willing to make games specifically in mind for more obscure platforms. They're going to make it in mind for the top dog at that current moment with with those older ports. And now, to this day, if a new console came out, admittedly we've been seeing a lot of the sort of Kickstarter ones, but if that happened, then, um, well, yeah, they, they wouldn't be willing to put on their big IPs. They'd be willing to just port them over instead, so... Not the first version in mind is what I'm trying to get at here. Ooh. Trying to think now, that was actually quite good for once. 
God, that was actually pretty cool. But, but yes. Oh. Uh, um, right. So, but then uh, it couldn't be us uh, to use it as a. T uh, couldn't use us uh, to use the obscure platforms as a t testing market for an opportunity. To, to see if it is a oh god damn it Viper <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is very true but at the same time there are surely better testing markets because having such a small market means not many people are going to be able to well, test the release in the first place and that leads to the issue of how many how much resources within the company is going to be put into this in the first place because if you're putting in tons of resources into this one platform versus other more important versions of the game, then surely that's money and time that could be put to better use on higher priority consoles or platforms such as PC. I've got to it now, but then they could uh, also uh, port and bring new IPs to these obscure platforms because depending on the area of the market only certain only people can get their hands on certain platforms and sometimes it's really the obscure ones that the uh, mar market of that territory can get their hands on and that is time up and you just stole it off me <laughs> I played catch up there because you, you had a good tactic in the beginning which was making three points right off the bat <laughs> leaving me in the dust because I didn't have any points ready to go but yeah, well, well done, Jamie. That's that's your game again, GG. But as we all know, here on the here on the uh, test of topicality segment, it's not all just about points because that's that's one prize. The second prize is who do you think made the best points based on what they were arguing for? So it's not even just what you agreed with the most based on your own personal opinions. Who do you think made the best points based on the stance they were given? I think we're both fairly out of our comfort zone there because I would have preferred to argue as to why they should support it and I think you sort of had a few more points as well for why they shouldn't. Maybe? Maybe. I'll say, uh, if you think about it as well, it was it the Mac OS at one point was a bit of a obscure platform as more games were obviously developed for, for Windows and Obviously, the saw a gaming opportunity for the Mac OS. And yeah, that gaming opportunity was releasing Sega Superstars Tennis in 2014 at full price on the Mac Store. It's a good opportunity, Ouch. if you ask me. Uh, Ouch. Green lit that at all, but yeah, it's becoming more viable. But as a gaming platform, it's certainly not up there. And that would have been a good example had it even popped into my head, but didn't at all throughout that process. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show, Jamie. Any final words you'd like to say before you before you reappear in the chill out? Nope, never mind. <laughs> Try that again. Any final words? Like that. Just final words. Bye bye. Uh, you cut out then. Sorry. Yeah, because anyway. I accidentally let go of my mouse and you dragged back into the chill out. Any final anyway, words? Anyway, yeah, give me your copy of Sega 3D Classics Collection. No. no. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Goodbye, Jamie. Bye. Uh, and there's Jamie, and I will not be giving him my copy of 3D Classics, although there's a good chance that perhaps 
I could be giving him, or maybe even someone, a copy of Sega Ages in the future. Hmm, that's a little hint that might not come true at all. Who knows yet? I should, I should probably do some sort of giveaway right into Sega Ages. That'd be a smart idea, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Anyway, now it's time to get into the Topic Mix segment, and the Topic Mix is where I play a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode. Today's... Today's... Um, Sega track... Sorry, Electric sent me a message and it threw me off. Today's Sega track is actually one from a game which I, I hear 24-7. That's almost a joke, because it gets played a lot on the 24-7. I have this game on. I have this game soundtrack on my PC. I have it on my phone. It gets played constantly on Radio Sega, and yet until today, I'd never heard this song before. And it's an absolute tune, so I had to play that. Then I'm I'm being a bit cheaty with my remix of the week, considering all of the stuff we've heard today has been remixes of of pre-existing tracks. So I thought, why not have a remix of the remix? And by that, I mean the original mix of a particular track. Because I do like this track, I just didn't like the FM Towns version of it. And after that, I know it's not meant to be a related track, but the track that I was originally meant to play I couldn't find. So instead, I went with a track from an FM Towns game that Sega had no involvement with. But it's a track that you'll recognise if you've been on the internet for more than five minutes. Anyway, that that's enough rambling. Enjoy the Toppy Mix. Let's get scratching. The Toppy Mix.
that gorgeous bed music can only mean one thing. It must mean that it's the end of this week's Topical Resort, and that would indeed be correct. But before we leave you, we've got to tell you what you just heard. From Super Street Fighter 2, the FM Towns version, that was Guile's theme. Before that, a very cheaty remix from Puyo Puyo, that was Sticker. I know that's the original mix, therefore not a remix, but I didn't like the FM Towns version of the track, and I wanted to include that track somewhere, so cheaty cheaty remix then before that from ollie king that was brother goes away a track which i somehow had never heard before before today don't know how it happened there's currently a conversation down in the chat room about how arcade games con you out of money and how modern games now con you out of money which is very true um always bring always bring a credit card whenever you're playing a modern game nowadays loot box galore yay Wow, it, it truly is the arcade experience at home because I'm, I'm paying for something it doesn't need paying for. Yes, anyway, enough rambling. I've been Green Viperate. We've had a ton of lovely people in the chat. We've had Rapid Run. We've had Shaddix Croft. We've had The King. We've had Jamie Sickle 36. We've had Electric Boogaloo. We've had J Star Max. We've had Mr. D'Artagnan. We've had some others, I believe. We had 20 earlier on. We had Kefki. We had Veritex, probably, we had Rexy as well, in fact, a whole bunch of people, and if I missed your name out, I do apologise, shout at me all you want, go ahead and do it, it'll get my attention, I think, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, I know you're always, I know what you're always thinking about, I know you're always thinking, what's next week's show going to be based upon, and... Well, um, once again, I do apologise, but I don't entirely know myself. There's, I, I've been wanting to do an episode on Sega Ages, and, well, it keeps messing up my schedule, because they just won't announce when the games will come out. Because the second they do, then I can do this episode on Sega Ages, but that means it keeps screwing up my episode schedule. Because, well, I don't have a clue when it's going to come out, so... I will reveal to you what next week's episode is once I know myself. But I've been Green Vaporate. You have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to end you off with the only track that I, th- I see fitting to end the show with. And it's another one from Afterburner 3. So let's get a bit relaxed here before Sega Mixer Drive and before all the other festivities such as RSN Live that happen on the station. We need to chill out before the craziness consumes us. So this is Shuffle Cannon, I'll catch you all next week and, as always, stay topical.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.